Hello, Sarah. Welcome to SASCast with Sarah and Amber. Hello, Amber. I'm excited to be here because we are reviewing the yep. reunion. The reunion. Oh my gosh. I can't believe we had to watch it twice because it was so good. Well, we watched it twice actually because when we watched it the first time, it kept on skipping. Um, because of our horrible, horrible streaming connection. Yeah. And so we ended up having to buy it on Amazon Prime Video. I think we got in a fight about it because I could not handle it anymore. It would just keep pausing and then it would have to, what do you call it, when it has to catch up? We definitely got into a fight about it. Yeah. yeah. Because you were blaming me. Yeah. As but, if I am the one who caused the well, no, streaming I was, problem. I think I was saying, you know, I can't handle this. We have to stop it. We have to stop it. And yet at the same time, it's like a car wreck. You can't take your eyes off of it. That being said, we shouldn't have watched it like that. We should have just bought the show when we realized that we couldn't watch it fully through. We had to do what we had to do. So I would say zero to 10, 10 being the best. What do you rate the reunion part one? You know, let me just say this. I am a big fan of reunions. And when the New York Housewives reunion came on in 2020, 2020, I guess it was, right? And I honestly was crying with joy. And that's not an exaggeration about uh, the reunion coming on television and also sadness that I was going to be losing my my ronies. Um, <laughs> it doesn't compare to that, to be honest with you. But that being said, I thought it was pretty good. Oh, I thought it was really good. And they brought it on this day. My question is, I have to ask my very first question, why did they film this reunion in New York City? Why did they not get a Salt Lake City? Yeah, because Andy Cohen wasn't going to fly his ass to Salt oh. Lake City, Utah. And plus, we're having like massive COVID That's when they right. did it. Remember, it was like Salt Lake City, extreme danger. When you go on, you're like, oh, it's- what's the COVID thing going on in Salt Lake City? And it comes up as extreme danger. With like like the red fire sign, yeah, yeah. The red, I think actually it's a, a green. I think that's what they're doing now. Yeah, it's like uh, go that's green. A, that's a really good point. I didn't think about it that way because New York must have had at that point had finished there. It was just surge. a few weeks ago, though. Yeah, and then they brought up. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. exactly right. Andy did not want to fly. Yeah, he flies and everywhere so else. He, he goes them. to Atlanta. He goes to Orange County. Yeah. He goes everywhere else. But I don't he know. flew them all there instead. Whatever. Why? They probably instead of care. one person, let's fly six people. Yeah, he's probably like, whatever. They probably don't wear masks anyway. Yeah, that's probably true, though, too. Well, we know it's true about one person. You want to talk about that just briefly? Sure, go ahead. So my sister said that she was looking on Facebook yeah. about uh, one of her friends having a birthday party. And everybody at the birthday party was maskless. And she was like, oh, my God, like, who's going to go to a birthday party maskless in the middle of COVID? And then suddenly her eyes glued upon a picture of three women. And then she texted me that picture. And sure enough, who was it, Amber? Who was standing in the middle? Heather Gay. Heather Gay. And I didn't even know who I didn't even recognize her. Well, it does tell you how different people look on, on television than they look in real life. Yeah, I thought she looked better in real, in life. real life. Agreed. Yeah, like, super cute. Wasn't all done up. Well, she looks cute on the show, but I mean, I, she just looked like a, yeah. a normal, attractive person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I don't even know where to start. Let's First talk about her. Let's talk about her. Can I just say something really quickly about the outfits? Uh, there was not one outfit I liked on that show. What was Heather wearing? I don't even remember. Oh, actually, Heather's, I think, was the least offensive to me. Well, there are none, of, none of them were offensive. It's just I couldn't even imagine ever wearing something like that. The only ones that I actually remember in my mind's eye mm, is 
Was that your eye just making up? It was, clown? yeah. It was Mary in her orange dress, which I actually told Amber I liked. I know Amber didn't. What about that eyeshadow? Didn't like her matching eyeshadow. Um, and I liked Meredith, same orange color. That must be the new in color. I liked her to look a little tuxedo type of dress. And by the way, Meredith looked really hot. Yeah, Meredith did look She hot. looked really good. 100% agree with you. And then Whitney, I forget what she was wearing, but I do, do recall her giant bulbous boobs sticking in my face. Yeah, that was so noticeably different from the season. And it was just not right. Like, who needs that size of breasts? You know, it's one thing if you were born with it. And well, she, that was what you have. But then to make them that big, I I don't get it. Well, she claims that she didn't make them any yeah, bigger. She lifted, but them. she lifted them. And whatever. Well, okay. Okay. I, anyway, they were just like, whoa, they're right there. And then, yeah, I guess... I guess none of their outfits. And I, I don't remember what Heather was wearing. She looked fine. Yeah, she Lisa Barlow lacy did. Thing. Lisa, Lisa Barlow. All that stuck out to me about Lisa Barlow was her horrific Donald Trump spray tan, and it wasn't Donald Trump because it wasn't actually orange, but it was too dark. Yes, it was. It was not I right. Agree. I, I don't agree. know. Maybe she'd been to Mexico. I have no idea. Yeah, she might just tan dark. I know it didn't look normal to me though. Yeah. And then who else? You know, Jen Shaw seemed very mellow. Like she I did. Almost it's thought, almost like I forgot about her. Well, I almost thought. I wonder if she took something. No, it's she just she took fine. so much shit on the show that she was probably like, "Oh, I guess I got to be calm." Yeah, I think you're, I think you're totally right. Yeah. Who should we start with? Um, why don't we start with Heather Gay? Since we started out talking shit about her, I don't want to talk shit about Heather. I actually really like her. The maskless Heather, whatever. That's a life choice, I guess. Yeah. She brought it. She brought it on. She brought it fierce. She was. She came in for the kill, and I think she pretty much accomplished it. Well, let's talk about. Just tell everybody who. Well, if you saw it, everybody, but who she actually killed, which is bizarre. It wasn't the Jen Shaw show. Nobody's going after Jen Shaw for the most part. She took on Lisa Barlow. Lisa Barlow became the enemy number one for everybody. It and was why? Actually, it was actually surprising to me. I, you know, listen, I. In all honesty, I'm not a Lisa Barlow fan. I do think she's a mean girl. I do think she's dismissive. I do think she thinks very, very highly of herself and tells everybody about it. Like, there's one thing to be really confident, but when you go around telling people how confident you are about yourself, that's where I take it. That's a little over the line. Um, but pe- people, people were tired of her. Apparently, America has America. Can I just say something? This is DM'd her nasty things, which I don't support. Okay, let me just say something about about her on a podcast. Well, let me just say something about that, which makes me feel bad about myself because apparently, not apparently, obviously, I do not do enough social media stuff in relation to this show or our podcast. Because the reality of the matter is, I haven't paid any attention to the hating that apparently has been going on against Lisa Barlow. And I, to be honest with you, we, we're going to get to this and I want to save uh, public enemy number one, Sarah and Amber public enemy number one for last, because there's somebody who should be taking a lot more shit than everybody else. Lisa Barlow, she's just obnoxious and um, full of herself. Yeah. And I do think she thinks, I think Whitney is maybe one of the smartest people there. Um, Whitney knows full, full well that Lisa Barlow thinks that she's much less than Whitney. Yeah, you know, like, does. oh, she, I'm better than you, Whitney. Why? Like, why do you think you're better than Whitney? Whitney and Heather Gay. Yeah, and, why? And and I love how Whitney was like, no, I think you're just dismissive and manipulative and you lie. And she went on and on. And I was like, <sighs> I, I agree with Whitney. But can I say something? Okay, this just came to me in this very moment. 
Yeah, it did. So Lisa Barlow is, is it ethnically? Would you say ethnic or race? I don't know what you say it is, but she's Jewish, um, of Jewish descent. Mm -hmm. She's a Mormon convert. Mm -hmm. And not only is she of Jewish descent, but she is from, she's a New York Jew. Mm -hmm. And as Amber knows, I have a great deal of fondness for Jewish Jewish women, women. And especially East Coast Jewish women. They're my favorite. And I started thinking about it, and I and truthfully, it's a, it is a personality type, and maybe they just didn't. Maybe Lisa Barlow, that's just what she's doing is herself, and nobody's getting that that's just who she is. I mean, Heather Gay actually, you know, Lisa's like I'm from New York, and then Heather Gay's you've been in Utah for 20 years. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm sorry, it doesn't matter how long you've been in I Utah, totally you're still going to be yeah, a New York you're still Jew. Who you are. Yeah, New yeah. York Jew in a good way is yeah. what I mean. I yeah. hope to God you don't lose that. Yeah, we don't need more. Utahns. I mean, yeah. look, you, no, let me clarify. We don't need more Utahns in Utah. Bring the culture to Utah. Bring the, not that it doesn't have its own special culture. It does. Its own special Mormon culture. Yeah. That's great. Culture. Okay. So Heather so, brought so, it really fast. Yeah. Really she was furious. on Lisa Barlow. And I think something's happened in the off season with Lisa yes. Barlow and Heather yes. and Whitney. And apparently and Meredith. Apparently Meredith. Did you notice when she said something to the fe- – Lisa Barlow was very upset and said something to Heather and Whitney about how they set up some lie or they said lies about Lisa. So now that Meredith, Meredith doesn't, doesn't like, like her. her. Oh, my God. That's next episode, I believe. I cannot wait for that Yeah, bomb to drop. I know. Well, okay. So it has to do, something to do with Meredith's marriage is my Obviously. guess. Oh, yeah, you're right about that. Right. Like, did did Heather and Whitney say that Lisa Barlow had something to say about Meredith's marriage? I don't know. Yeah. Remember when think- Lisa Barlow in the show was like, I'm really upset. Well, I'm really upset that Meredith didn't tell me about her marital problems. Jesus. Because <laughs> it's all about you, Lisa Barlow. It couldn't be about Meredith and her marriage. <laughs> Well, that was weird. And I'm just wondering, did Lisa Barlow then talk some shit about Meredith to those guys? I don't know. I don't know. But do you remember know. the whole show started out when Lisa Barlow didn't remember Heather from uh, college yeah. at BYU. And they did roll the tape, roll the tape, and they did the roll the tape. And she did totally dismiss Heather when they were – they that first episode. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Then Heather was like, yeah, screw you then if you're going to be that way. But – no, Lisa Barlow told everybody that Heather was good time girl at BYU. And then remember, Heather was like, I wish I were the, I would have been the good time girl at BYU. I wish I would have gone to a real college, <laughs> which I love to just relive that in my mind because I went to University <laughs> of Utah, which is, of course, BYU's arch rival. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I that wish she would have gone to University of Utah. So who, who who's next? Oh, wait, we, I don't think we really finished with Heather. No, let's just talk about a little bit more. So, you know, she was on Lisa Barlow. She, um, I guess she was just mostly on Lisa Barlow. Yeah. That's a good she point. Was pretty much on Lisa Barlow. Oh, except though, no, remember when Jen Shaw oh, God, yeah. apologized to her? And yeah. She, she said it was a fake. And even Andy Cohen thought it was a little fake. But you and I thought it was real. I actually I did actually think, think it was real. That's what she's, that's all she's capable of no i really actually believe that was a real apology from jen shaw i I felt like she was saying you know what thank you actually for getting me into the car i think that that was an actual truthful apology and i think that's was the same type of behavior by jen shaw in episode 13 when heather went on and on and on and on about 
apologize to me. Just own it. You love me. Own it. Own it. Own it. it. We love Heather Gay, but we got to call Heather Gay on Heather Gay. Heather Gay needs to back off. She needs to back off a little on the Jen Shaw thing and either take her for who she is. Who said that there was a huge power struggle going on between Jen and uh, Heather? Was that Whitney who said that? I think it was. In the episode 13, she said there's some kind of crazy weird power struggle going on between Jen and Heather. And I think that there's a lot of truth to that. And it's clear that Heather and Jen are actually real friends. Like, it seems to me they've known each other for a long time. I don't know. Maybe they went to college. I don't know. No, they do seem more friendly than anybody else does. That's for sure. Yeah, like a background between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like Heather's doing well. She's been DM'd by Rihanna. Rihanna. Mm. America, America loves her. And it is weird that Rihanna loves her. Well, we love her. Yeah, we I guess you're right. She does seem real. She does seem to be vulnerable when she's vulnerable. She seems to support her friends through thick and thin. She loves balls and meatballs. And, and chicken drumsticks. Chicken drumsticks and lollipops. And hamburgers. So, you know, you got to give it to her. She really does embrace the American <laughs> Well, way. I told Amber that if my sister's friend has a birthday party um, where Heather Gay attends, I think that we might be able to get Heather Gay to appear on our podcast. That's our dream come true, isn't it? I think we could do it. I, that we? really is our dream come true. She's our number one. That's for She's sure. She's our number one. I would, you know what? I would like to... I would like to talk to Whitney because she has been. Oh, Whitney's my number two. I her love her whole life, and <laughs> so, she you know is not a swinger. You know, we. I think we beat that dead horse. I know, but it was so funny. She said it again in the this episode. Oh, God, come on. I know. Okay, let's talk about her. Whitney. All right. Whitney. Well, Whitney was a dark horse of the season. I think. You know, we originally. You know, you really liked her from the get go. I was like, "There's not a lot to this person," and I think she brought it. I liked her. I think she is a very kind person. Yeah, I do too. And I think what you see is what you get. And I also think she's very clever. I think she's I, a smart I, person. She, I think she's much more clever than people give her credit yeah, for. Yeah, and man, she... Talk about taking down Lisa Barlow. Now, she was the one who took her down, not Heather Gay this episode. Strangely enough, Whitney's whole... Con- like, yeah, you don't like me. In fact, you look down on me. Yeah. Um, And I know dismissive was the code word. Heather was using it a lot, and then Whitney je- grabbed onto it, and then mm-hmm. Lisa Barlow's like, hey, dismissive. That's dismissive. That's all you can say is dismissive over and over and over again. Jesus! And the reality is dismissive is really the only <laughs> word to use for Lisa Barlow yes, about Whitney and Heather because she is dismissive of them both. Yeah, she thinks she that they're less think than. she's better than them. She does. I don't think she thinks she's better than Meredith. I don't think she thinks she's better than Jen Shaw, which is strange, but I don't think she does. I do think she thinks she's better than everybody else. Yeah. And I don't even think she compares herself to Mary. Well, Mary's not even part of the group, because let's Mary's, be honest. Uh, kind of the odd person out. Yeah, the you, despite cast. the fact she tried to insert herself in this episode. We'll talk about that. It but. was so interesting to me that Mary came alive in this episode. and, and Yeah, she didn't come alive on anything else. On anything else. I don't know what to say. Oh, don't know. Oh, okay, so what, what was it about Jen Shaw and Meredith's fight regarding Brooks? So apparently there was a vagina gate. Wait, we didn't finish on Whitney though. Oh, okay. We can go back to that too, but yeah. But let's go to the let's go to the vagina gate. Okay, go ahead. So in the show, you certainly didn't see any 
of Jen Shaw's vagina when she was doing high kicks in that one episode. Yeah. Apparently they did. And that's why Brooks and Chloe went to Best Buy. Do you remember, remember that? Remember Chloe, Chloe's cocktail dress yeah. going to Best Buy? Remember Chloe, who, very attractive young lady. Smart enough not to be on the show. Smart enough not to be on the show, like her brother who ruined his whole reputation um, because of his actual personality. His own personality ruined his reputation. Um she was wearing a cocktail dress, though. And it was winter. And it was the middle of winter, and then they went to Best Buy, apparently, in that cocktail dress. Yeah. But she was super smart, didn't get on the show, didn't yeah. try to have a fashion line. But Do you uh, think that she was on that? Can I just ask something? Do you think she was on that episode and then was like, uh, yeah, this is not what I want to be on, and then was smart enough never to go on again? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I would like to ask her that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Chloe. But Jen and... Meredith apparently, you know, Meredith is a mama bear just protecting Brooks. But I was like, last I checked, Brooks was 21 years old and he's not a baby and he saved By the way, money he bossed to- his mom around like he was the boss. So I'm oh. not sure why we're protecting Brooks. And and she got so mad at Jen Shaw. And she's like, she, he saved all of his money to be able to launch his line. To make those tags? That make that, what are those yeah. things called? Velcro things? Velcro things on the side, like, yeah, like piping. My, piping. Piping. But... <laughs> So she did not like anyone. Matter of fact, Meredith would be pissed as hell hearing us talk about Brooks. Okay, let me just say this. Let's just re- be real about it. Okay, so we the expectation was Brooks was on episode one. He was real funny in that gay, snarky, funny way. And I don't even think he was negative in that first episode. We should go back and rewatch it, actually. We should. We should go back and rewatch he was, it. He, he, he wasn't negative, but no, I don't remember he wasn't. him kind of creeped out about him putting all the flowers on the bed and everything like that. I remember him thinking, I shouldn't really be doing this for my dad. Yeah, there, but he wasn't but he like wasn't, a jerk. No. And then and then suddenly Brooks showed his true colors after episode one and it went all downhill from there where Brooks was negative about every single thing, everything. And he was critical of everybody in his mom's life and he bossed his mom around like she was his uh, fag Ish. hag, let's be honest. Yeah. Right. I mean, let's be honest. That's what that's all about. Like his mom should do what he thinks she should do. And we all had this expectation that Brooks was going to be fun and cute. Sorry, that was my dog shaking her her tag. Uh, Fun and cute and snarky in a good way. And it turned out he was the gay guy that treats FYI people. A lot of people don't necessarily know this, but lots of gay guys don't like lesbians because of the way we dress primarily is my thought. But (laughs) or take care. There's plenty of lesbians who dress nicely. Don't get me wrong. We are not them. Very stereotypical. Very stereotypical. Yeah. Gay men didn't like lesbians because they were too, too, in their view, very stereotypical, too masculine. And we don't. Maybe that's it, but we have no. Apparently, they think we have no style. Yeah. So Brooks, accurate right now. It's true. Well, okay, but we shouldn't judge ourselves that way. But in any event, oh my god, you're just going to slap me in the head with a freaking. In any event, slap. Yeah, you just need to hit me over the head. Um, we thought he was going to be fun. He wasn't. We hated him every episode. It got worse and worse and worse. And now Meredith feels bad. Um, and doesn't like the fact that his that uh, her son came across badly on Real Housewives. And I don't know what to say about that, Meredith. He did it to himself. Yeah. Did it I to would, himself. I would say that was all you can do. It you, was. You just wrap it up. Brooks is off. Yeah. But I'm sure, I wonder if they're going to bring him on the reunion. Do you oh think? my God, I wish. Yeah. I wish to God they'd bring anyway. Brooks on. What else? Uh-oh. Yeah, Amber good. almost dropped the whole computer. I know. Um, okay, so Meredith, she was quite calm 
and didn't say a lot. She didn't engage. She did not engage. She didn't use the word engage in episode one, probably she, because she's purposely trying not to en- say the word engage. I think she was staying under the radar. Oh, God. She's like, let them go on this fight and let them go back and forth. I'm not getting into it. She tried to say something in defense of Lisa Barlow, which wasn't in yes. defense of Lisa Barlow. Really? I didn't even know what she was saying. She said something like, um, yeah, you know, Lisa could say the same thing to me as she said to Heather, but it's in a different context and it would be taken a different way. We're like, uh, yeah, that's uh, correct, yeah. Le- uh, Meredith. That's right. Different context. It'll be yeah. taken when, a different way with a different person. When I'm saying, when I feel that I'm better than somebody, which I don't, but let's just pretend if I felt I was better than somebody and said something like, oh, your dress looks pretty. That probably means I don't think your dress looks pretty. I'm being snarky. But if I say to Meredith, oh, my gosh, your dress looks pretty. I actually think your dress looks pretty. So you're right, Meredith. In different contexts, it's taken a different way. But that doesn't mean Lisa Barlow wasn't dismissive. Jesus. Or just a pain in the ass to both Heather and Whitney. Yeah. As well as Mary. Mary was having none of it. We're going to save her for last, though. Yeah, we'll save Mary for last, although we're getting there. Um, Okay, Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw, oh, do, Jen Shaw was mellow. Yeah, there's not a lot to say about Jen. I actually don't think there 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 is. I mean, she spoke a little bit more about how uh, angry she was at Coach Sharif for missing her dad's funeral, which has been talked about the entire season. So slap me because I'm I'm done talking about it. Can I can I just take a little tangential thing about Jen and what something that happened on the reunion where somebody had written in and was like, for a 50 year old woman, you're a blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not 50. Uh, last I last I checked, I'm 48. And I was thinking to myself, because Amber and I just both turned 50 in 2020, 2020, 50, 50. And guess what, Jen Shaw? 48's not much different than 50. I was like, yeah, hold on to those two years. Exactly. Like, whatever. But I will say this. Is there this idea? I mean, of course there is because of Molly Shannon. I'm 50. 50. Yeah, I'm, what's her name? The woman who's 50 years old. Oh, God. I can kick and I can something and I'm 50. Gallagher? Gallagher? No, that was uh, Mary Catherine Gallagher, the one that shows kind of all her people were kind of the same. Yeah. But I will say this. I do feel like I'm falling apart. Yeah. At 50. Yeah, I know. I My knees, they hurt today when we went snowshoeing. A little mm. achy here and there. Well, I look at my... So I did a Zoom uh, networking meeting last week, and I did not have good light on me on the Zoom meeting, and I looked at myself. You put the cat? Yeah, I should have put the cat filter on. That's for sure. That's, that's totally should have put that cat filter I've on. seen in so long. It gave and me such pleasure this I, week. I looked at my big bags and my jowls and my... <laughs> wrinkly chin and i was like what the fuck happened honestly you have to go to beauty lab and laser well you know the last time i had botox was uh november 2019 oh my goodness that's a long time ago and i was and you know what botox you have to continually keep up because the wrinkles come back and then they leave little indentations in your oh, man. forehead i have massive indentation so what are you gonna i do? don't know i do feel like that maybe i should hit hit up beauty lab and laser truthfully. i think so too except if you're comfortable with like a 16 year old doing your do you think they have like true uh, nurse practitioners or somebody working there uh, i don't know i, I feel I, scared of that i do not believe so but i'm gonna check i've never had botox or filler or anything i know that's amazing i know look at this i've offered i know You've offered? What do you mean you've offered? I've, I've, I've offered, offered to, to pay for mine? No, I've offered to go with you. 
and get to a get consult. It. I told Amber that I didn't think she would like the Botox because it, you know how it kind of, those of you who've had it before, it freezes your muscles. And so you feel like that you, it doesn't feel normal when you first get it. And I really had this horrible vision in my head of Amber getting the Botox and being the biggest whiny complainer about how oh, it feels. Completely, because yeah. I like to make faces and I like to, I'm very um, expressive when I teach and I like to make faces and big eyes and things like that. And I don't want to, I don't want to lose that. Which reminds me of what I really saw in the Zoom meeting for myself. And it wasn't even about Botox. It was worse than that. I saw my eyelids covering up my entire, like my eye, the tops of my eyes falling over my eyelids so that barely, you could barely see my squinty eyes. People, you guys, I already have super squinty eyes. I just have almond shaped eyes that are quite squinty. Um, You know, Small, I yeah. guess you would say. Yeah. My eyes were small. Aww. Only when you just did that, not in normal conditions. What did I do? You you kind of squinted. Anyway. But now my eyelids are falling down Tosis. over my eyes. Tosis. Yeah, that's an old lady thing. And I'm going to have to get the eye lift. What eyelid lift. Blephoroshomy. What is it called? Bless. I don't know. Ferotomy. I don't yeah, know. We're going to take the, some of the fat I'm going to have to get that. Heads. And you want to know what? I know you can try to fool the insurance companies by saying that you can't see, but that won't even be a lie by me because pretty soon I'm not going to yeah. be able to see out of well, these eyes. I have one eye that automatically does that. And my, it does in my dad's too. And so I'm going to have to, like, that's genetic. That <laughs> bad boy is Good. hanging by a thread. I think I have genetic eyes too. Don't I? My biological mother? Yes. Have those squinto eyes? Yeah, she asked her she if she's had her bless for Roth, whatever she had. Yeah, I don't know if she's had anything. I doubt she's had one thing done. Okay, speaking of Mary, when they <laughs> yeah, I mean not in a good way. I think she looks pretty good. So I'm going to just say something. Mary apologized for her hair. Do you remember during the season? Yeah. Well, I, she I did have a lot of frizz going off those wigs. I didn't understand the whole apologies for her hair. Did so, I miss something? Well, okay. I think it's a first off. I think it's a black thing that. People were paying. People were paying close attention to her. She was wearing wigs the whole time. She admitted okay. it, and I think people were paying close attention to her wigs. And she was basically saying on the reunion that, yeah, my hair was awful, and I had horrible wigs, and I'm, I apologize for it. But I will be honest. I agree with you, Amber. I didn't think her hair looked that bad. I did notice a couple of wigs had some like um, frizz going yeah, around I, it. Yeah, some split ends, definitely. Yeah, whatever you call but that. I didn't. I, I guess she was really apologetic and was like admitting it. And I was like, yeah, and overall, okay. I was like, really? I don't think that was that bad, Mary. Yeah. There's yeah, a lot Mary. of things I can complain about you. It's your hair is not one of them. So she went after Jen Shaw. She went after Lisa's tequila. Who did? She, she was did after not go Oh, after. She constantly said that Jen Shaw, that um, her name, Mary M. Cosby. <laughs> Trigger Jen Shaw. She kept oh, yeah. saying, that, "I trigger you. I trigger you. I trigger you." My name yeah, triggers you. My name. Tri- you saying my name triggers you. You want to know what? You trigger me. T- yeah, you trigger me too, Maryam Cosby. You trigger me because first off, you're barely on the show. In the last like four episodes, you had more less less than three minutes of time on every single episode. That means for the last like three or four episodes, you had three times four. You had twelve to fifteen minutes of show time on four or five episodes. Yeah. What the hell? So. What I was, I'm super interested in a, a reunion part two when Lisa Barlow goes after her church and how people are afraid of her at her church. I don't think she's going to say that much because uh, Miriam Cosby was try- shutting her down. And Lisa Barlow. like what? Oh, I can talk about your tequila? Like what's there to say? Okay, she's but- a Mormon who's involved in alcohol business. Apparently that's okay with God because she talks to God every day and he's so grateful to help her sell more alcohol. 
That was yeah, the most ridiculous I mean, thing. Maybe, I don't know. I don't want to talk about that because it's so boring. But I will say this. She was the, Lisa Barlow was the, you know, target of everybody in this reunion. And at the end of the day, she looked beat down. She really she did. did. And I think when Mary then was like, oh, don't talk about my church. And Lisa Barlow kind of rolled her eyes like, okay, I won't. Because I don't think she could take it anymore, honestly. But yeah, guess what? We all should be talking about Mary's cult. I mean, church. I yeah, mean, cult. I think so too. I, I, you know what? Listen, do I care that, what's her name? Who's that? Lisa Barlow. Do I, I don't care that she's Mormon and owns a, tequila, a distillery. distillery. Yeah, I don't or, care either. She owns a brand. I don't know if she owns a distillery. Yeah, I don't know if it's a distillery or if it's she just, just the brand. She just her label on some tequila. Yeah. Which, by the way, well, it's a long story. Yeah, I won't go into it. But, um, yeah, I don't care about that either. It, it but does, I'm more but, interested in Mary M. Cosby's Cole Church. <laughs> you could just say cult. Yeah. You know, we talked about it last episode um, when she walked into the church for choir practice and everybody stood up and applauded. Like, it was Tom Cruise was walking into a Scientology conference. And yeah, she runs a cult and she shouldn't be allowed on television running a cult. And I am going to take care of business and I'm going to get a hold of Le- Leah Remini. I am. Do you, do you want to speak to the crowd? Oh, our, do- our giant dog just showed up. You wanna, you Good job, Lajeej. Huffing, huffing, <laughs> puffing. Yeah. So, uh, Miriam Cosby, uh, I don't know why you think. Here, let's just wrap that up with her. I don't know why you think you can suddenly talk like you were on the show. You weren't. You actually weren't on the show, Marion Cosby, unless you were showing how your cult members were treated badly, which is what Lisa Barlow was, uh, you know, referring to when she said, I saw you treat uh, your church members badly. And then Marion Cosby tried to shut her down. Yeah, I don't. I hope somebody goes after her. I really do. It seems like there's a lot of discussion about it. I don't think there is. Should we be talking about it? Like, will we get slander? What are you talking about? They look like a cult to me. Looks like a cult. Smells like a cult. Quacks, Quacks like, like a, cult. a cult. It's a cult. I mean, okay. I, allegedly. 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 Allegedly, it's a cult. Allegedly. Yeah. I know nothing about it. I know no personal knowledge. It may well be a completely valid church. Yeah. Where people get screamed at at choir, in choir practice. And berated for not giving them <laughs> enough money at her birthday. Yeah. Maybe that's and normal. And has Cinderella locked in her closet with her. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's normal. Also known as Charlinda, who I really like, and I, I, it's, oh, it's like, what was that? Um, David Miscavige and yeah. his wife. What's his wife? Shelley Miscavige. And no one can find her. It's been how many a decade? Yeah. Fifteen. You know, years? we're not going to talk about that though, because that's actually not what. That's scary ass shit. Yeah. Well, it's. I just hope Charlinda is safe. Yeah. Did she have to live there? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. It was a great episode, people, and I can't wait for the next one. I can't wait for the next one. Should we shut this down? Yep. All and right. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Sascast with Sarah and Amber and Gigi. Gigi scratching. Scratching her neck. <laughs> <laughs>